Hello, hello, beautiful people from all around the globe. <laughs> Welcome back to Mini Show. Today we are here one more time. I'm Anna, and I'm here with three amazing people. Introduce yourselves. <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> That's so good. Hi, I'm Manuel James Delgado. The many on the many show. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Fiona. I'm back again. <laughs> Welcome back, Fiona. We missed you. I thought we were all saying our full name now. Yeah. Should I say my full name? Yep. Yeah. My name is Fiona Donata Bratzel. Donata. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> And Lynn Marie Schmidt. Lynn Marie. I'll say mine just because everyone's. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Anna Beatriz Baeta Nonato. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next well, level. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. So, for the ones that, who were listening to us last week, we are going to do a small recap now. Mm. We were talking about our identity uh, in Christ and who we are for God. So, we talked. Uh, based on the verse, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do good things He planned for us long ago. And that's Come Ephesians on. 2 10. Well, um, the topic of last week was like, comment, and subscribe. And with that, oh, interesting. Yeah, we uh, opened our new series, Who Am I? or Who I Am. I don't know, I always change it. Um, <laughs> I think it works both ways. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was about um, who we are in Christ. Mm. And it's, I think, the most important point from last week is that we don't try to be who the world says we should be or try to act how the world says we should act, but act and be someone who God says we are. And for that, yeah. we don't really have to do something because we are. From the beginning, we are God's children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's good. I like that. Yeah. And today I want to start with a question for everyone. Uh-oh. So today's theme is followers. And my question for you is, who do you follow on social media, Instagram, that has the most followers? Has the most followers? Yeah. <laughs> um... Let's see here, Mr. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> he how, definitely has. How the many most, followers? Well, at least on here, um, he has forty-six point four million on Instagram. But like YouTube, he has even more. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. You, Fiona. Um, I looked it up, and it's National Geographic. Boom. <laughs> and I didn't know that National Geographic had so many followers. Yeah. It's two hundred eighty-three. Million. Million. Wow. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> that's a lot. Like, it's 81 million in Germany. Yeah, and it's my country. It's your country? Yeah. Whoa. Like, imagine all those people in the So stadium. only Brazilians are following National Geographic? <laughs> <laughs> Am I a Brazilian? <laughs> <laughs> We have something to tell and you. And Marie? <laughs> um, it's Kylian Mbappé with 110 million. Who's that? Ooh, it's Mbappé, a the pro football player. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I knew for that. me, <laughs> for me is um, Seventeen is a K-pop group. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. And it has fourteen million uh, followers. You know any of their songs by heart? 
Yeah. Oh, girl. <laughs> I like it. We got to have a K-pop party. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. And the other question for you is why do you follow them? Ooh, interesting. I mean, I don't really follow Mr. Beast. I just did it because my son said, you're not following Mr. Beast on Instagram? Because <laughs> he follows Mr. Beast big uh, time. So, I, I, don't, I mean, he does some really cool, um, like, challenges and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I follow a lot of others. I'm, you know, I'm a dad, so I follow <laughs> a lot of, like, dad humor type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I am not embarrassed. Good. Yeah, and musical artists, I like to follow them. Mm-hmm. Some new ones and stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. Why do you follow National Geographic? <laughs> um, you like the narrator voice. It's well, always in the background. Penguins. Yes, I really like nature and like they post really nice pictures um, yeah, true. of animals, of nature, of incredible places of the earth. Yeah. And it just amazes me to see what kind of creation we have mm. true that yeah good answer <laughs> <laughs> you're the most holy so far <laughs> <laughs> that was not my intention <laughs> well for me I, I just like sports yeah especially motorsports but he's one of the few football players I follow and I don't really know why actually. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I just like the player yeah. Okay. Because he's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I follow them because I like them. <laughs> I like the music and I like what they do. And yeah. That's it for me. Nice. But okay. Good. So, um, you that are listening, maybe think about who is the person that you follow. Oh, they can with, send us. Yeah. How can they send us who their favorites? Uh, we have a number. Oh. <laughs> People, listen. It's five seven 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 seven. Yeah. So five and five sevens. Yes. And not to be confused with four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you if you're on the Fair Island, you can list. You can uh, send us a message saying who you follow that has the most followers. And if you're not from the Fair Islands, if you, and you want to send us a message with. Uh, answering that, you can send uh, in any of the f- uh, social medias that you know us. Mm-hmm. We'll be glad. Come on now, don't be shy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we have a song. Nice. Jaira. Jaira. Jaira, my Jaira. provider. By Limo Blaze, Lacre, and Happy. Here go you go.
the colo Cause me, I know, I know the solo Cause my joy when I make party You give me purpose, my provider And when my enemies surround me, got me tied up When they throw me in the pit inside the fire You are my God and my King and my Father Light to my path in the darkness Hoping my heart when they heartless falling You reach out and call us You're the lover of my soul, love is flawless They don't understand my God is Keeping me high, I know they go low Cause me, I know, I know they solo Cause my gyre and I make my tea It's a man I you Welcome back, everyone. To Manny Show. To the Manny Show. <laughs> With pace. Ooh. Yeah. Important. Very important. Mm. Yeah. It's a takeover. It's a pace takeover. Hey, <laughs> side note. Pace came out with um, a new website. Ooh. New and improved website. And um, now it's called pace.live. So all you have to do is type pace, P-A-I-S dot live and really cool layout. And um, you just get to see all the awesome things that Pace is doing and how you can partner with Pace and the resources that Pace offers and stuff. So it's super cool. And I looked on our country pages, especially the Fair Islands mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. And I love the two videos that they have on there. Mm -hmm. One is like, I think they're doing it for a few countries, but they have this YouTube video where it's like, um, what do you call it? Um, drone video mm -hmm. of just the country with like mm -hmm. ambiotic mm -hmm. ambience ambience music yes <laughs> and then the second one is this really really cool video that we made about five years ago with a, a mission team that came from the states and they had a videographer and they interviewed like um, a couple different pastors tom our pastor at city mm -hmm. church he was interviewed and back then he was just a youth pastor oh yeah it's so cool to see him like he looks at least five years younger. <laughs> well, if it was five years ago, then that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Exactly. If, if he didn't look five years younger, it would be a concern for him. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's cool. So check it out. Pace.live. Nice. Uh, we had one answer for the question that we had of the followers. Mm. Um, oh, yeah? Someone responded? Yeah, my boyfriend. <laughs> But he said uh, he follows two people that are tied on Instagram. One is a minis like a ministry in Brazil. It's called Jesus Copy. And the other one is a pastor called Luciano Subira. And they both have 1.8 million. Shaba. Yeah. Oh. And if you want to answer us, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to participate in the radio show, 
just sends us a message. Five seven 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 seven. Text us. Yeah. Who do you follow on Instagram that has the most followers or some one of the most? Well, I think we can continue with our next question. Let's do it. Um, it's why did we ask this question? Who do we follow the most, or not? Who do we follow that has the most followers? Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think we have to talk about first what's the meaning of being a follower. Yeah. Um, what does it mean to follow someone? Maybe not only on Instagram, but also in real life. Mm -hmm. So, um, do you have thoughts on that? I guess there would be like a couple of different versions. Though, depending on what you thought of, because sometimes that word could be negative and other times it could be something um, quite, and of course the opposite is positive, but I was thinking more like um, comforting because mm -hmm. like I'm a father and my kids follow me around, you know, <laughs> because they trust me and they're so dependent and that's sweet. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. But like for adults, it would be weird if someone followed me around like my kids did. <laughs> Black dude. Uh, stalker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it goes a bit annoying. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit annoying. Yeah. 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 Anyone else? I think also some kind of guidance. Mm. Um, if you follow someone, then, like, if it's on Instagram, then you see them on yeah. your feed and you're influenced by it. Um, or if you have friends you follow um, in real life, um, then. Yeah, they kind of guide you through your life. Mm. And if you follow Jesus, that's as well. And when you say follow your friends around, like, can you define that a little bit? Yeah, well, not I, following I them know, like a stalker. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, <laughs> when you spend least. time together and, um, yeah, mostly you have friends over the course of many, many years. And that's kind of a following as well. You um, visit visit each other and maybe go on holiday with each other and stuff mm. like that. Can I ask, Is there? do you think there's a difference between like, okay, so you have some friends where you're kind of like equal to. So like you mm -hmm. said, visiting friends because you do things together, you collaborate, whatever, that type of stuff. But then the friends that you follow, quote unquote, is it like you allow them to take the lead or you trust their decision making? Is that when it becomes more of a follower type relationship i would say when it's real friends and it's good friends then you follow each other mm, um it's good it's like i have that picture in my head where you when you have your friends or a friend group and everyone holds a um um holds on to each other yeah um if they don't go into the same direction then they just turn in a circle mm. and so if you are good friends you follow each other and you give each other advice and you bring each other forward as well cool good i think that's something we can all agree is that there is something in us that longs to belong in a group or yeah. in a situation or in an ambient that we are um so to follow after someone or something and today we'll discover why why do we, why do we need that? Why, like, why is that something that we have? And we'll start reading a story that a lot of people maybe recognize. Um, can you read it for us, Fiona? 
Yes, it is Matthew 9, verse 9 till 13. And it says, As Jesus went from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting in the tax collector's booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. Then it happened that Jesus was reclining at the table in the house. Behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were dining with Jesus and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why is your teacher eating with the tax collectors and sinners? But when Jesus heard this, he said, It is not those who are healthy who need a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire compassion and not sacrifice, for I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Boom. Hmm. Yeah. Boom. Uh -huh. He's yeah. so like, you know, he takes care of it. Most of the time, he doesn't even answer the questions that are thrown at him. Yeah. Right. And in this case, he, you know, he talks about, you know, what they're thinking, but then he like has the icing on the cake and throws like this. Oh, yeah. But go and learn what this means. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm -hmm. Jesus is cray cray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we will um, go deeper in that. So the first thing is, who was Matthew? <laughs> like it says that Jesus goes there and say, Matthew, come with me. <laughs> Follow me, but who was Matthew? Yeah. Uh, why is that important? So, we have some facts about Matthew's life here. And the first one is that he lived in Capernaum. Um, and Capernaum is the city that Jesus was like for a long time preaching and mm. all around. Yeah. Yes. He was a tax collector. Mm -hmm. which we know means that he didn't have very many friends because <laughs> yeah. he was like a Jew taking money from Jews so he was for the Romans. Yeah, he was considered to be a liar and thieves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, <clears throat> wow. And um, he wrote uh, the Gospel of Matthew, but when you read in Luke... Luke says that when Jesus called Matthew, he left it all. And when I was searching more about it, um, as Matthew lived in Capernaum, he probably heard and saw some of the things that Jesus did, yeah. preached about all around. Yeah. Because they were like, yeah, in the same region and district. Mm -hmm. So he knew some about Jesus. And instantly he just said, yeah, I'll go. Yeah. So it wasn't like a complete stranger yeah. came up to mm -hmm. Matthew. Because and... I think when we just read, we say, yeah, Jesus came and said, follow me. And he followed. It's like, I would not follow a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what's beautiful about all four Gospels. It's, it like gives like a specific viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And then it's wonderful when you read all four and then collaborate them together. And then you see, oh, okay, so that's why mm -hmm. he got... Or responded the way he did, or vice versa. So it's, yeah, it's really cool. It is. Yeah, um, yeah. Have you seen um, the Chosen in um, season one? It does a lot of like backdrop on mm -hmm. on Matthew. Yes, it does. <clears throat> it's crazy. Like, and like Matthew lived a good life. He was a tax collector, so he had money. Yeah, and like he lived in comfort and mm -hmm. everything. 
They make good money. And then there was like, according to tradition and the chosen backdrop of this character, he had a Roman soldier following him around because they had to protect the tax money that was supposed to go to Rome. So mm-hmm. he even had guards taking care of him so that way he wouldn't get robbed or beaten up or picked on for mm-hmm. that matter. Yeah. Yeah. He was a clean freak too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when like the scene where he gets out of the hidden wagon and he steps in poop. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's like, like ah, freaking out. Such a yeah. good display of Matthew. Guys, if you didn't watch The Chosen, it's an opportunity for you. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. Don't worry. I'm not giving away too much. It's yeah. like so much more than him stepping in poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So why are we talking about Matthew? Oh. Well, or are we going to talk about that later? We're going to talk about that later. Oh, okay. So we have a song now. The song is called Where You Go, I Follow by Justin Bieber. Wow. Justin B- I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot. He has so much awesome worship out there. Yeah. yeah he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh you threw me off by saying that name. <laughs> like, wait, what are we going to listen to? <laughs> Sorry, Shay members. <laughs> he's Christian. Yeah. And he, he loves Jesus. Christian. And he's using his talent. Yeah. So here you go. Go, Where Justin Bieber. Follow by Justin Bieber. Where you go, I follow You're with me every step of the way Here in the struggle Your love's enough to wash it all away On the third day, yeah, you rose up And you beat death once and for all Once and for all Like Jesus has 
billions and billions of men and women lived on this planet, but why? Why are we convinced there's nobody like Jesus? Was he not merely a teacher, a prophet, an exegeter, an explainer, and yet we find ourselves in history wondering, is there anyone like Jesus? Who is this Jesus? This man from the Middle East who claims to be God. Is he God? Is he sinless? Is he perfection? Is he the once and for all sacrifice for humanity? Is he a man without fear? Did he become sin so that you and I might become right in our relationship with God? Is there nobody like Jesus? Did he die between two criminals in a crucifixion? Three days later, did he rise again? Is the grave empty? Has he defeated death, hell, and the grave and sin itself? If so, there is nobody like Jesus. And we are back. If you're just joining us, this is The Manny Show here on Shea Radio 101,7. Located in Torshelm. Actually, you can hear about it all over the Fair Islands. But we're in Torshown. Yeah. Mm. Very cool. And um, we are going through a series. This is part two of that series. And the series, overall series, is like, who am I? Mm-hmm. And we're actually, last week we talked about our identity in Christ. And this week we're talking about uh, what does it mean to be a follower? Yes. So, yeah. And um, we actually talked a little bit about Matthew as our... I love, I love that word, case study. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Good. Um, so we have the next question about Matthew. And how did he respond to Jesus' calling? We have a scripture for that. It's in Luke 5, 27 to 28. <laughs> I'm going to read it. After that, he went out and noticed a tax collector named Levi sitting in the tax booth, and he said to him, follow me. And he left everything behind and got up and began to follow him. Wow. So Levi is Matthew? Yeah, Levi is Matthew. Luke says. Levi for Matthew. If Luke says it, then. (laughs) (laughs) Just play. Yeah. Um, Really interesting that he got up. And begin to follow, like that's how Luke describes it. Do you know if the um, when they talk about the other disciples following, do they use that specific phrase? They left everything behind. Um, I'm not really sure, but we can. I know that when uh, he called, like Peter, Andrew, James, and John, mm-hmm. they left all of their work, yeah, behind, yeah. and their father. And James and John left their father, like peace. <laughs> We're gonna peace follow out. this guy. So they. They left a substantial yeah. amount behind. Who else do we hear? Like, um, who was it that was? Um, uh, was it was it Andrew and the Philip? Oh. Philip and Andrew, or something like that. Where um, one was hanging out with John's disciples, and and then ran back and got his brother who was leaning against a tree, right, and brought him over to to Jesus and. And then uh, Jesus says, oh, yeah, you were the one that was leaning on the tree. And he's like, he was so amazed that Jesus knew who he was and that he was leaning on a tree. <laughs> and Jesus is like, that's not even a hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do greater things than this. So but we don't know what they left behind. Mm-hmm. No, so, we don't. Yeah. Anyways, he left everything behind. Mm-hmm. Well... And I think we see, like you were just talking, that uh, 
Oh, I found here that Peter also, Peter and the other ones, yeah. James and John, it says on Luke 5, the 11, that when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and mm. followed him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's very important that we know this about all the disciples that follow Jesus, at least mm -hmm. most of them, because he also, Jesus says later on, um, that if you're not willing to let go of everything, then you can't follow me. Mm -hmm. So this yeah. this is the clear, you know, cutting of the umbilical cord, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it, that if you claim to be a true follower of Jesus, then you either have or you're willing to cut off everything to make sure that you know you're following him with your everything. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's easy when you read the Bible, when you see, wow, they left everything. Yeah. Jesus came, come, and they went. But like you're saying, it's not easy to do that. Mm -hmm. There is a price. Yeah. And Jesus talks about this price yeah. in Luke 9. Uh, we'll just read the verse this really quick. It's 57 to 62, and it says, uh, The cost of following Jesus is the title. And then it says, As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first, let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, no one puts a hand to the plow and looks back if back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. The one who puts a hand. Yeah. yeah. And, bo and both of these, um, like when you read it just the way it is, you're like, well, what's wrong with what they wanted to do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there was like customs to all of these different mm -hmm. things. And so, like, even burying the dead, it was like a a, a process, like a few yeah. months. Where And so he was like, well, let me just do this for a few months. Yeah, And then, and then, I'll, then I'll think about, mm -hmm. you know, getting ready to join you. And it's like, by then mm -hmm. it's, I've it's gone. <laughs> I've <Yeah>. moved on. <laughs> by then it's too late. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really interesting to see that, like, they needed to give up on everything. Mm. But they were giving up for something greater um and it's not easy and i think uh the song that we'll hear next it's from a, a famous singer but he is talking about that like it's not easy what if god takes it all how can i be sure that i can live all and live good like yeah. uh good how do you say if you just think about mm -hmm. if Jesus would come right now to you and say, come and follow me, you have your job maybe, you have your family, you have your yeah. friends, you would leave everything behind. All the worldly values we have, all mm -hmm. the security we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, your home, your family. Yeah, mm -hmm. he comes by and says, follow me. I mean, right now we know what Jesus did, but I bet the time it was in the beginning of... Even more difficult, yeah. I would think. Yeah, yeah. And if you think right now, if Jesus came and said, follow me in person, and you need mm. to leave everything, would it be easy? Would you just say, yes, okay, let's go. It's also leave your phone behind, <laughs> yeah. your social, social status behind, yeah, yeah. Yeah. everything. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I wonder if, how because Peter was married and had kids, Yeah. and who knows what other disciples did too, like 
did he, like, how did he take care of his family or did they come with, or we don't know any of that stuff. So when, it, when we're talking about, because you can't just, it's, it's not so black and white when it comes to like, okay, Jesus says, come follow me. And you have to like literally let go of everything. Yeah. Mm. Or do you? Or do you have to involve everything mm. in this relationship with Jesus? Which one, which one is it? You know, it all depends on you and what you're holding on to because you know what um, worldly things are holding you back. Mm-hmm. And so does Jesus. So I don't think, at least I hope Jesus would not tell me if he came, you know, today, leave your family behind and, and follow me. Like, I don't think that's a Jesus thing because mm-hmm. he would want me to take care of my family. Yeah. Or bring them with, mm-hmm. you know, type thing. I, at least, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm hoping because <laughs> I, I don't want to like. Yeah. Good luck, you know, mm. with food and yeah. life and. <laughs> but that's something really interesting that we see in the chosen. Like it's really uh, well represented that sometimes they didn't have enough food, and Jesus was like, "It would be like that." Yeah. But we. Need to trust, yeah, Lord, yeah. like my father. And like, there's one scene, I don't know, I think it's the second season that, um, I forgot his name also. One of the disciples comes and says, Jesus, we only have 10 or 11 lentils, like the coins, not the coins, oh, the, the oh, the to make bread, beans, no, oh. the beans, oh, yeah. not beans, but parent, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Uh, similar. And Jesus like, yeah, that's what we have for today. Let's do the best we can with that. Mm. And like, it's n- you leave your comfort and everything you have for him. Yeah. It's crazy. It's not be easy. Yeah. So, so when it, have you all felt like you answered the call? Well, I would say I didn't leave everything behind. <laughs> um, and I don't think that when you... Uh, start to follow Jesus that you have to burn all the bridges you still have contact with your family you still have contact with your friends you still have your job and your family and so on Um, and following Jesus doesn't mean leaving everything behind uh, in a literal sense but it means leaving everything behind that holds you back like you said before Mm -hmm. so Um, yeah I think it's sometimes still hard because um, once you worked on one thing, you realize that it's holding you back. You see something else. Um, for example, spending a lot of time on social media. Uh, recently, I think I've spent too much time on it. I should cut a bit back because it's holding me back from Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I w- when I work on it, um, in a few months, something else holding me back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's more about sacrificing mm-hmm. uh, yes. things, yeah. like uh, worldly things, <clears throat> to get closer to Jesus and to follow him. Because like you said, there are a lot of things that we are stuck on and that prevent us from getting closer to Jesus and going after him. So, really good. And what about you, Limari? I think it's pretty much the same as you said. Both of you can, there are always parts in life that hold you back where you have to reflect and 
like recognize this is holding me back and then cut it off. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you can't do it alone. You need Jesus for that. Oh, yes. It's like I could never do what I do uh, without Jesus. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would have enough uh, discipline or enough like energy mm-hmm. to do it. Um, because there's so much going on in the world, right? Um, and there's so many things that um, influence us, so many choices we have to make every day. Um, and it can be a lot. Um, and yeah, I think without Jesus, I would make a lot more wrong choices <laughs> and would spend my time in a wrong way. Mm-hmm. Or like waste my time, kind of. Yeah. And what about you, Manuel? Do I feel like I'm following him? Yeah. Do you feel that you gave up things to follow him, and it was good? Was it not? Was it for the better? Um. Well, a hundred percent for the better. So, so like, um, you know, it's it's weird. Like, I I I did give up practically everything um, to follow Jesus. I felt like he called me to the missions field. Um, and and I went all in. And at the time, I didn't feel like I was giving up much because he saved me from so much, mm-hmm. right? He saved me from so much <clears throat> and gave it back to me. And then I quickly let it go again. Like I got my family back. I got my life back, you know? And I was there was so much that I could have done in California, serving God, I think, and being mm-hmm. with my family. But I felt like he was calling me somewhere else. And I just, I just went for it uh, without even really thinking twice about it. But now that I look back, I'm like, oh, what, was I th- <laughs> what was I thinking? You know, I probably would not have done that if I knew how much I would be sacrificing in the long run. Mm. Uh, it, it would have been a lot more hard if I had. And that's why I love the scripture in Psalms 119 that it says that your word is a, a lamp to my feet. And a light to my path, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, sometimes he just shows you what's right in front of you and you have to make a decision based off of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes he'll, he'll give you the big picture. And for me, he gave me the big picture, but it was really fuzzy. You're going to go and do missions abroad. But that was it. That's all I saw, you know. And so then I just trusted his word step by step uh, wherever I was going. But if I would have seen all the details to that journey, you know, Oh my goodness, that would have been a bit overwhelming. So I feel like I, I gave up a lot, but nothing compared to what, nothing compared to what I've received. Nice. So I found some some stuff to talk about after the song about mm-hmm. what it means in the Jewish context to be a follower. Good, so, good. Yeah. So now we have a song by Hulvi. If I gave it all. Here you go. I'm scared of what I'd lose If I gave it all to you I'm scared of what I'd lose If I gave it all to you If I gave it all to you 
Would you take away my lust for fame and then the music too? Would you expose the darkest lies, replace them all with truth? Would you take these things inside my heart and make me new? What if I never signed no deal? Scrubbing these same toilets my whole life, how would I feel? Yeah, I'ma have to keep it real. Would you be enough if I was scraping for my meals? The question is, can I give it all away? I know the choice is freedom or to carry all this weight. Wait, this burden more than I can take. This load is getting heavy, God, I feel like I'm gonna break. If I give it all to you, will my body suffer pain? Is this what happens when my life carry your name? Will I die humiliated because I gave you praise? And if I give it all, will you break all of my chains? I'm broken. I'm scared of what I'd lose. If I gave it all to you. You hold my hand and make my heart like you. Make my heart like you. If I lost my pain and I gave my all, would you hold my hand and make my heart like you? Like you, you, you. It's midnight driving through traffic. What if I lose my life? What if that dude pop pills and acid, but he still choose to drive? Yeah, I realize life ain't promised. Please open up my eyes. Does it get better from here? I hope my heart gon' shine. My whole life feel like a runway. I hope this plane gon' take off. I've been struggling lately. I hope this prayer gon' pay off. But what if I miss my purpose? What if I miss my call? Get hit with a red dot headshot. Got my blood all on these walls. It's time to give it all. I'm scared of what I'd lose. I gave it all to you I'm scared of what I'd lose I'd lose If I gave it all to you To you Welcome back people Fiona, this was your time This is your time to shine <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't hear you through the headphones <laughs> <laughs> We are back. We are back to the Manny Show. Um, and if you want to contact us, um, if something that uh, we said, um, a question that we asked, or if you just want to say hi, um, then you can contact us under 577777. That's one five and five sevens. <laughs> and we have been talking about followers. What uh, does it mean to be a follower? And we had the case study of uh, Matthew. <laughs> case study. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, um, talked a bit about Matthew and talked a bit about our own experiences. Someone said hi. Oh, someone, someone said, said hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so we'll continue to talk a bit about Matthew. It's the last thing that we have to talk about him. It's like, why did Jesus chose Matthew? He was a tax collector. <laughs> he was someone that people didn't like. Mm -hmm. He wasn't, you could say, an outcast of Jewish society. Mm. 
so why did Jesus actually chose most them? most of the <laughs> disciples almost were considered yeah outcasts. We were talking about you know the whole the region about yeah. where mm -hmm. he chose to pick his disciples, and each region had its like focus or speciality. Mm -hmm. And there was one area that focused in on uh, theater. It had like a, a arena or like a stage for for a lot of theater shows. So all of the actors and people that were well-spoken philosophers went there. And um, he didn't choose anyone from there. You know, there was Jerusalem where all the Pharisees and Sadducees and teachers of law migrated. He didn't choose anyone from there. But he chose this area, Capernaum, and the area around. And that was mainly a lot of like manual labor, fishermen, and uh, actually a lot, of, a lot of revolutionists came out of this area. Those, they were known for their passion, for their aggressive mm -hmm. passion, not just normal passion, but aggressive passion. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of trouble there. There was actually more Roman soldiers in that area than any other part of Israel. So, and there was a reason because there were so many, many revolutionists there yeah. trying mm -hmm. to start something. And he chose his people from there of all places. Crazy. Cray cray. And we see that like in the when we read Matthew 9 uh, mm. to 9 from 13. No, mm. from 9 to 13. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jesus says that he's not looking for perfect followers. Mm. Um, he says, I desire compassion and not sacrifice, for I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. And we can see that. We are all sinners, and his disciples were sinners. And it's crazy what Matthew became after Jesus called him. He was an unpopular guy. He was someone that was getting money out of uh, Jewish people. And Jesus made him a disciple. Jesus inspired him to become a preacher and an author. Mm. So Jesus Come gave on. something uh, to Matthew for him to leave for something that he could uh, have hope out of it. And, yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And what's the fifth question? The fifth question is, what's the meaning of being followers? So we, we saw that all the disciples were followers of Jesus, and we are also followers of something in our life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hopefully also Jesus. <laughs> But what is it? What is the purpose of it? And is there a thought behind, like, should we act special or whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah. You want me to read what I found? Because mm -hmm. it, it's quite interesting. Like the the thought behind when Jesus was calling his disciples to to follow him, they had like back then their own definition of what they thought a follower was according to the Jewish traditions. So when you read just like I, I looked up, you know, what does it mean to be a, you know, uh, a follower? What is in the Bible context when Jesus says, follow me? And so like, and this, this is really good. This is what we've been talking about too, but it's, it's not just about physically walking behind someone, but implies a commitment to embrace and live out the teachings and the way of, and the way of life of Jesus. That's, what we've been pretty much talking about. If you want to go even deeper to it, like, okay, what was their understanding of being a follower back then? And and are we doing it the same way? Should we be doing it the same way? How do we splice them together? So then I looked up, you know, what was the Jewish biblical meaning 
of this word. Um, and it's that the Hebrew scriptures call it Tanakh, to follow a religious leader, such as a prophet or a rabbi. It meant not only learning their teachings, but also to adopt their way of life and adhere to their interpretation of the law, the Torah. So this relationship between the rabbi and the teacher, uh, the rabbi or the teacher and the, and the disciple, the student, was called Talmud, which we get Talmudin from here in Pace when we we're talking about discipleship. It's a plural form, Talmudin. And this is really good. It's, um, it says, this, this way, this relationship, it involved a holistic approach to learning, encompassing both intellectual understanding and practical living. And it goes right here to that you not only immerse yourself in the educational part of it, but also the spiritual experience, shaping not just beliefs, but also actions and character. I think that's pretty awesome. That's what it means to be a follower, not to just get intelligent, but to expect spiritual experiences that would transform the very DNA of your life. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and there is a verse in First Peter 2.9, and it says, But you are chosen people, mm. a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Come on. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is. And I think it, it's like God got you out of darkness. Yeah. He called you. And something that it's interesting about following is that when we follow someone on social media, they normally make content for you. And that's why you follow them. Because mm -hmm. you like what they do. You like their content. Mm -hmm. And it's like a constant chase. They chase you and you follow them. And then like if they lose followers, they change the way that they do things. Or if there's an wow. interesting example, like you, uh, you're a YouTuber that makes content for women, for example. And then you discover that Most of your audience is men. Are you continuing to do this for women? Like for, or you're changing to focus on your audience because you want to go after them. Mm -hmm. And something that is uh, really important for us to know is that God is not a content creator. He's not going to tailor us with, like, tailor his content to us, like, come after us he's the same yesterday he's the same today and he's the same forever and his word is unchanging mm -hmm. preach it what girl what he said is, is there yeah like he can transform a life and that's what it says on Peter here like he took us out of darkness like into his wonderful light mm -hmm. and it's it's awesome because you can be sure that he has a plan for you yeah That's good. <laughs> I love how he's not going to adapt yeah. his content for us. Um, at least not in the same way that the world does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I do think that he has a specific plan for our lives, mm -hmm. which is much different. His plan for you is much different than his plan for me. Because yeah. if he made me the way that I am, but gave me the plan that he has for your life, I wouldn't be interested. 
in it. <laughs> and I wouldn't know why either. I'd be like, I'm sorry, God, that plan that you have for me is horrible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He knew exactly what kind of plan he should make for me according to how he created me and vice versa. So, hmm. um, but his word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's, that's pretty powerful. Oh yeah, God has a plan for you. And that plan begins with following Jesus. It's a decision that will change your life more than any button you'll ever click online. Boom! Yeah. And if you're ready to follow Jesus out there, people, this is your invitation to get up and follow him today. If you're in a car, please don't get up <laughs> <laughs> and walk out. But, oh, that's so yeah. good. Never want to waste that opportunity. Whenever God puts it on our heart to say, hey, this is your time out there, we have to make sure that we go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. And yeah, I think if you're someone that decided to follow Jesus today, we will make a prayer mm -hmm. uh, together now. And also if you follow him already, but you're just like feeling that you're not being a good follower or disciple, mm. you have been away or just looking from afar, just get close to him today and say that you want to go back and yeah. go together with him again. Yeah. Sometimes you also need courage to um, pursue what God's plan is for you, yeah. um, to really take that opportunity mm -hmm. and go for it, even though if you don't know how exactly it will turn out, like you went into missions without knowing the whole picture mm -hmm. and maybe that was a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, the courage for us to, when we see that God is putting something on our heart, that we do it mm -hmm. and that we don't chicken out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, spot on. Get that courage. Should we close in prayer? Yeah. So, so listen, um, just a friendly reminder, what's the purpose of, of being a follower? And you, you've heard a lot of, a lot of stuff here. Um, and what we want is that you realize that following Jesus is not only just so that you can gain some knowledge or so that you can fit in or not fit in somewhere. It, it's about the transformation that it brings. It's about the refocusing that it helps with your life where you have been trying so many different lifestyles out to see if they fit who you are, trying to figure out even who you are. And, and nothing really just fits. Nothing really makes sense. It's because maybe you've been looking in the wrong area, trying the wrong things, walking on the wrong path. Jesus, he, he says, you know, He is the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, he says that uh, He comes to give life and life to the fullest. And um, I mean, just from my own personal experience, I'm so glad that I finally gave up on everything else, had the courage to choose Him. It was a little amount of courage, but it, it was enough to get me on that right path and refocus my eyes on Him. And I'm so thankful for that. And I know that you will be too out there. So if you are out there and you're, you feel this tug on your heart where you're just like, okay, I'm tired of, of this fake identity. I'm tired of being so confused about 
what I want in life and who I really am. It's Jesus' spirit. It's tugging on your heart right now saying, hey, here I am. Here I am. Open, open up your life. Open up your heart for me. So if you're out there and you want to give your life to Jesus right now, you just repeat this, this prayer and we'll pray it together. Jesus, I want to live my life for you. I'm tired of living the other way. I want to live for you. Please come into my life. Give me a new heart. Forgive me of my sins. I want to proclaim right now that you are my Lord and my Savior. And I choose to follow you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Most of all, thank you for living. I love you so much, Jesus. Thank you for loving me first. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah.
So if you um, said that prayer with us, congratulations. Welcome to the family. Yeah. Says in God's word that the angels and heavenly beings are celebrating right now because your name is in the Lamb's book of life, which means you get to enjoy eternal life with your creator and all of those that follow him. And um, it's not just a far off thing. He um, wants to do amazing things in you and through you and around you right now. So I highly recommend that you find others that have this same um, passion for living a life following uh, their creator, Jesus Christ, and, and uh, see what's next for you. Do this journey together. It's, it's not supposed to be by yourself. We're supposed to do it together. We need each other. So find a local church, find other believers. Um, if you're here in Torshown, you can uh, find us and uh, we would love to meet with you and yeah. chat and see what's next for you all. And if you're abroad, then like, uh, let us know where you are. Maybe we can help you find somebody local to you. Mm-hmm. And just the last song we played is No Longer Slave by Breath of Music and Jonathan and Melissa Helser. And to finish up with a golden key, we have one more song for you all. Sweet. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for your presence. And yeah, yeah here for you <laughs> or yeah, next week. <laughs> Be blessed, you all. Peace out. Bye. Bye. But now I'm alive, loving the feeling I'm feeling inside I got a new life, praying to God that he help me survive So I'ma do me, finally feel like I'm really free This type of love is what you need Aquí está la fiesta Aquí está la fiesta This song for everyone who's listening is Aqui Estoy by Elevation Rhythm. And yeah, bye. Estar contigo, Dios